Donovan, rise and fire three. Utah. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Jazz. Rudy packed it right back down. Basketball. Up three. Got it. Oh, that was filthy bogey. This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Jazz Radio Network. He bounces inside to favorite. No look past Conley. Kicks to the corner to Ingles. Contested three. Good. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller Lexus in Murray and Lexus of Linden by Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. Now, getting you ready for another edition of Utah Jazz Basketball. Here's the voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke, with the legend Ron Boone on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Hello. How are you? Welcome to Vivint Smart Home Arena, where Ron Boone and I are hanging out. Ben Russell is to our left. Craig Bullerjack and Matt Hartbring are here. And all sorts of people are here taking tape off of seats. Which means what? More fans More in fans. the crowd on Saturday here. We play the Toronto Raptors as we'll expand our seating, I think, is what it looks like with excitement. And we have two tickets to give away to that game later tonight on the broadcast. We will be playing Jazz Bingo. I will announce after the first time out tonight what our Jazz Bingo action is. And when that action happens, if you're the first person to tweet at me at DLock09, you win tickets to the game. I just had a thought, but I better leave that. <laughs> leave it alone. Wow. Bingo goes back to... Um, mm -hmm. yeah. well, well, where are you going with this, Ron? <laughs> I have no idea. I've got to be honest. I, I, yeah. I'm not with you right now. No, I'm not either. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ron Boone. I'm about to do the coaches show in a few minutes, and the first question I'm going to ask Quinn Snyder is, what are you doing for 48 minutes of ball handling? Mm -hmm. Because the Jazz do not have Mike Conley, and the Jazz do not have Donovan Mitchell tonight, and I think this could be going on for a little while with Donovan's not that close, and Mike aggravated the hamstring, which is usually not a day. So what do the Jazz do for ball handling? I think what he's hoping is that Joe Ingles stays out of foul trouble, and that 27 minutes he plays per game turns into about 33 to 34 minutes. Oh, gosh, that makes me nervous because yeah. then you get the trickle-down effect, right? And then Joe yeah. is the next one to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes me nervous. Yeah, oh, yeah I think you're probably right because you know what our offense is so far this year when Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, and Ru and Joe Ingles are all off the floor together? Uh-oh, scared to ask. Well, it's um, the same score I would get if I took a Chinese test tomorrow. Zero. Yeah, we're in the zero percentile um, <laughs> offensively when we don't have Joe Donovan. Now it's limited. It's only about 50 possessions. But quite frankly, it means Trent Forrest, who is still developing and trying to figure out how to be an NBA player, is going to have to carry the load some offensively or as the point guard today. That's hard. It's, it's tricky, Ron. You're suddenly really asking guys to do stuff they're not used to doing yeah. right now. It, and But, you know, what else do you do? And, and just hope that the Jazz have a very good shooting night. In other words... They get those same shots they had in Minnesota. You can get those, then and and you lose. You know y your offense is working, but uh, controlling the tempo, controlling the pace of the basketball game, maybe even working real well in a short clock is what I'm expecting anyway. Jazz and the Sacramento Kings. Jazz without Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, which equals 42.8 rebounds and 11 assists a game. Kings without De'Aaron Fox and Harrison Barnes, which equals 41 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists a game. Uh -oh. So both teams without their major guns tonight. Jazz and the Kings coming up on the Jazz Radio Network.
Ladies and gentlemen, check, check, one, two. let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Time now for the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show, brought to you by Fanatics with head coach Quinn Snyder. Coach, first thing, what do you do for 48 minutes of ball handling tonight? Well, I, I think, you know, obviously, you know, last game with, with Mike, Joe, Joe's, you know, served as our, our backup point guard. That That's a tall task. I, I don't, you know, it, it when you're a secondary playmaker, um, and you're out there with other point guards, usually from a matchup standpoint. Um, you know, Joe's got a bigger guy on him, a three on him. Now, if he's playing the point, you know, that that matchup changes. He, he you know, it won't be Fox tonight because he's not playing. But, um, you know, the, the other night it, it was a Kogi. Who, and so we've got to give him some help. And, and that help has to come from, you know, other players while they're out there. Um, you know, Trent Forrest is, um, you know, hasn't hasn't had an opportunity to play a lot, obviously, because the, the D-League bubble um, was short. Um, and frankly, at that point, too, we, we needed him on our roster and he wasn't able to go because we, um, you know, needed some depth there with, with, with some injury possibilities. So Trent's going to need... Um, to be ready to go, and we're going to have to push the ball. I think to the extent that you know we can get in the open court, it, it, it's easier to handle the ball when you're on the move than it is when you're trying to go from baseline to baseline. You know, and teams are pressuring you. You you're alluding to something here. I think is really fascinating. You have this beautiful symmetry with this team, and guys kind of all fit together. I like to refer to it as the rightful order of the basketball universe. Right now, when you don't have Mike and Donovan, everyone's being asked to do something different, and maybe at times more. How do they stay within themselves and what they're successful at when it's obvious that there's more that's needed? Well, they 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 can't stay within themselves in the sense that um, just from a Yushin standpoint, if, you know, if Donovan's taken however many shots and Mike's taken however many shots, you're going to have possessions and, you know, different guys are going to have to shoot the ball more. Um, and we've seen that even, when, you know, Mike's been out or Joe's been out or JC's been out. Um, so in this case with, you know, two, our two primary, you know, playmakers, the other guys are going to have to be aggressive and that that's going to be important. And, you know, we've got to um, instill the confidence in them and, you know, and they have that. Um, but, but hopefully when we're aggressive, we, we make more than we did the other night. Coach, best of luck tonight against the Kings. Thank you, Locker. That is the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show brought to you by Fanatics. For authentic Utah Jazz player gear, visit fanaticsauthentic.com slash utahjazz.gu. That's fanaticsauthentic.com slash utahjazz.gu on the Jazz Radio Network. Time now for your starting lineups brought to you by Zions Bank for a noteworthy approach to banking. It's Zions Bank. The Utah Jazz tonight. What? No Mike Conley and no Donovan Mitchell. So here are your 
Your starters are a little different than what you've heard before. And let's get them as the Jazz come in at 44 and 17, fourth best offense, number one defense, number one team in the league at taking threes, number two team in the league at denying threes. This is a different starting lineup than what you're used to. And now, the Zions Bank starting lineup for your Utah Jazz at point guard. Ingles in transition for three. Pow! And Joe holds the pose. At shooting guard. Fights Niang. Right side three. Yes, sir! At small forward. Bogdanovich fires the three. Hits again! Boyan Bogdanovich. At power forward. Royce. Wide open for three. Got it. Yes, sir, Royce O'Neal. And at center. Goes to dunk and gets eviscerated at the rim by Gobert. Zion's bank. That's right. Your starting lineup is Joe Ingles with Royce O'Neal. George Niang's are in the starting spot with Boyan Bogdanovich and Rudy Gobert. So Bogdanovich averages 16 a game. Rudy averages 15. Joe Ingles averaged 12. Jordan Clarkson averaging 17 coming off the bench. Joe, Royce O'Neal's your second leading rebounder and second available assist guy on the roster. Joe Ingles is your best three-point shooter at 48%, and George Niang is at 41%. Sacramento's under the direction of head coach Luke Walton. They're 25 and 36, the 11th ranked offense, last in the NBA in defense. They are actually a pretty good offensive team. Ninth ranked offensive team in the half court, sixth in transition. They don't offensive rebound very well, and so they don't get a lot of bump in that regard. But otherwise, they're actually a pretty good offensive team uh, and something the Jazz have to keep an eye on. They're without De'Aaron Fox and Harrison Barnes, so their starters are a little different. The Sacramento Kings. Rebound healed. Buddy in transition, going for a quick strike three. He's got the trailer. Screen and roll feeds Holmes. Quick two-hand, up and down, rip a It's a trailing Buddy healed. Yet to put it on the floor. Screen from Holmes. Bounce pass back to Holmes. Going strong. Up and down, two-hand rip. Halliburton on the right wing. Sets up an alley-oop. Great flush. Thrown down by number 22, Rashawn Holmes. Pass goes to Buddy in deep three-point range on the left angle. Dances to his left. Launches for three. He He's got the triple. He's Gary Gerald. I love him. He's a great man. It's always an honor to be on the broadcast platform with him. Unfortunately, he's in Sacramento. We're in Salt Lake, but one of the great voices of this league. Buddy Heald averages 17 a game. Rashawn Holmes with a little push shot, averaging 14, and Halliburton averaging 13. Those are their leading scorer. Holmes at nine rebounds. Whiteside coming off the bench with six. Halliburton will lead him in assist. The rookie at Ohio State's also shooting 41%. Those are the Kings and the Jazz starters, all brought to you by Zions Bank on the Jazz Radio Network. For 50 years, he's been in the game. With that knowledge and expertise, he gives you the inside story with your exclusive shoot-around report. It's Ron Boone. Shoot-around report with Ron Boone is the part of this broadcast you always have to hear. Of course, Mike Wells at halftime, pretty strong also, but there's nothing quite like the Ron Boone. Shoot-around report, Ron Boone, I'm curious, how much of a shoot-around report in this circumstance is Jazz offense? We usually always talk about the scouting on their side, but we're so different offensively tonight. So what is that? I think 60-40, okay. or you could go 40-60. Oh. Mean, because I think both are, uh, is really going to play a role in, in winning this game tonight. Uh, because uh, Buddy Hill, I, I think, is a player that you can really take advantage of defensive because of his defense. I think he's a player that if you play him to shoot the three, uh, make him be a playmaker, then that changes this game to the point where he could become more ineffective. Because the average is 10 a game, and, if he, and, and he's not a three-point shooter that can play and shoot three off the dribble. 
He, you know, he really changed as a shooter. He was the best catch and shoot guy in the NBA a few years ago. He's not anymore because he's willing to take many more contested, more difficult threes than if he used to. So his numbers, have, he's increased his attempts and dropped his efficiency a great deal. If he gets an open look, two years ago, he was the number one catch and shoot guy in all the NBA. But you'll see tonight, Buddy Heels added an off the bounce three, which he's okay at, not the elite level he once was. And he's added that much kind of more aggressive, I'm just gonna catch and shoot this even if you're on me. Yeah, he, he, he averages three assists a game. I mean, I, I just like the idea of trying to make him a playmaker uh, more so than, than giving him 15, 20 shot, uh, shots a ball game because Fox is out. Interesting one, by the way. Remember, he and George Niang used to have like big, huge college battles. He was at Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Niang was at Ohio, uh, Iowa State. They had like a legendary Big Monday matchup, and they actually did the post-game interview together with Holly Rowe after the game, even though I, I don't quite remember uh, who won that game, but it will be interesting to see. Um, I don't think they'll match up on each other because Heald's playing, you know, much more of a, of a different position, but just kind of a fun little college roads taking, uh, bringing guys back together. Jazz and the Kings next on the Jazz Radio Network. Saturday night, it looked like the Jazz had pulled the big fish out of a frozen lake in Minneapolis. Conley comes back to get it, curls around, steps back for a three and the win, he got it! But then the ice broke on defense. Rubio finds Russell, who lays it up and in, the Jazz broke down defensively, nobody guarded him and he laid it up and in uncontested. Now with a rare two-game losing streak, the Jazz task gets tougher without Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. Donovan, angle left three is good. Conley works in traffic, double clutcher off the glass and in. So it's time for the J Show. Joe and Jordan in the backcourt. Wide open transition three for Ingles and he hits. Clarkson walks into a three. Yes! From Sacramento, it's the Jazz and the Kings. Tip-off is now. I think a couple of things that I want to look for tonight, David, has a lot to do with the center position, and that's going to be with Rudy and Holmes. Uh, I, I think Holmes played so well against the Jazz last time these two teams met. I think uh, hopefully that uh, Rudy takes it personal. And then Clarkson. He needs to have a very good night, but he also needs to have a, a good night at when he's penetrating, his eyes need to be out there as well. I mean, he really needs to help the team uh, in, in distributing the basketball. I was just about to ask you exactly that, Ron. What is a good night for Jordan Clarkson? That That is actually exactly what I was about to ask you because I think that's, it's not necessarily scoring. Right. He's got to be a ball handler tonight with the limited amount of ball handlers that are available to the Jazz. Opening tip is controlled by the Sacramento Kings. They're in a black uniform. Here's Tyrese Halliburton, super skinny, six foot five, Iowa State product who's been a big find for them, the steal of the draft. He works a left-hand dribble, the Jazz double, inside to Metu. Metu, turnaround jumper over Gobert is good. Metu's been with the Spurs a lot. We called a lot of his games in the Summer League, actually, if you might recall that name, if you're a big diehard fan. Metu has made 20 of his last 37 field goals. He's a nice player. He just couldn't, hadn't found his way. Now he's getting an extra chance here with Sacramento. Huge night of games in the NBA. We'll tell you more about them as they go on. Here's Royce. Baseball pass to Bogdanovich with red shoes. Gives to Niang for a quick corner three that's no good as the shot clock expires. Will the Jazz be able to score without Conley and without Mitchell? Turnover on the fast break. Royce O'Neal going to the rack, lays it up with a left hand. 
That's one way for the Jazz to score. They're still the most efficient team in the NBA in fast break basketball. You see how quickly they got the ball up the floor, so expect a little faster pace. Both these teams are in transition about the same amount as Rashad Holmes pushes up that eight-foot push shot. Gobert a little tighter than he was last time they played, forces the misses. Here comes Ingles. Works to the right side. Niang on a baseline drive on Metu. Puts it on the floor. Ball fakes. Gets fouled. And Niang will go to the line. George Niang. What a story. Out of Massachusetts. Spent four years at Iowa State. He actually played his high school ball in New Hampshire, which is not the greatest NBA factory uh, out there. The, the beautiful maple syrup land of New Hampshire. His last 10 games, 46% from three. And... Ron, frankly, when the rest of the team in Minnesota seemed out of sorts, he was the one making plays. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I really like the fact that he's worked very, very hard at, at really getting his shot off quickly. And not only quickly, when he gets it off, he's on, he's balanced. In yep. the last five ball games, David, 10 of 24 from the three-point line. He's followed a really similar career path. Uh, this would be kind of obscure, but Patrick Patterson, I'll explain why in a, in a moment or two. Uh, Halliburton gets caught in the air, gives out to Holmes, top of the key. Bounce pass inside the post. It's Metu again, I believe. He turned around, jump shot, and the paint is good. Metu with back-to-back -back turnaround jumpers in the old-school post play. It's tied at four. Yeah, that, I want to see Boyan have that kind of effort as well. Joe playing the point guard, swings to Niang, left-hand dribble drive into the lane, switches to his right and scores it. And George Niang has four of the Jazz' first six points. Healed high pick and roll with Holmes. Healed 39% catch and shoot now, 39% off the bounce as well. Has changed his game. Top to Metu, wears 25. Right side to Harkless, the former St. John's product. In the lane, tough looks. Air ball goes off the hands of Gobert out of bounds. The reason I said that about George Niang runs, if you go look at Patrick Patterson at Kentucky, he was a down low post player who then had to change his game and play on the outside in the NBA. He first started as only a corner three shooter and then became an above the break shooter. And a turnaround jumper by Holmes from 20 hits glass, no rim, that's a shot clock. And if you look at Niang, George Niang is now shooting above the break threes at the exact same rate, about 43%, as he is corner threes. That wasn't how he was two years ago. And frankly, he couldn't shoot the three very well five years ago. He's made the exact same evolution in his game. Well, when we were able to get into the gym, we, we could see how hard those guys work at shooting the basketball, and it's really paid off for him. O'Neal, top to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich driving the lane and gets it knocked away out of bounds. Not sure if we have a whistle or not. Looks like we might have a whistle and a foul on Mo Harkins. Ron Boone, you're gonna have to make the decision for me tonight, because we have a little debate of whether Mo Harkless is a good defensive player or not. Mo Harkless can't shoot. Often players in the league who aren't very good shooters get labeled good defensive players. We'll see whether or not that's actually true. Tell me how that works, huh? Isn't it? Boyan's fouled on the drive by, Har uh, by Holmes, not Harkless on that play. And Boyan goes to the free throw line. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play is brought to you by Golden West Credit Union. By the way, I've got two tickets for the Utah Jazz against the Toronto Raptors. We're going to play Jazz Bingo tonight which tells you that the next time you, when we come back from the first time out, I'll give you what the action is, and when that action happens, be the first one to tweet me at DLock09, and you'll get tickets to the Jazz and the Raptors on Saturday. More tickets are available right now. Free throws are good. Jazz lead at 8-4. Halliburton bounces it down low to Holmes, loses it out of bounds. Turnover. Don't oh, wait it. a sec. Missed call. They'll fix this. 
going to be jazz ball. Yeah, it's got to be jazz ball. I mean, every now and then it's so obvious. We have to tell our listeners, don't get confused with sprinkles and bingo. Make sure it's bingo, not not sprinkles. sprinkles yeah. I haven't brought sprinkles in a little while. I might have to bring sprinkles back. Well, hopefully we'll have a play worthy sprinkles. Ingles, hard drive, gets in the lane, passes out to O'Neal. He penetrates, gives it back to O'Neal in the, to Ingles in the corner. Joe terminates the dribble, throws it away. Good defense by Sacramento, who's last in the NBA in defense. So that kind of a play, I, I, I totally disagree with Joe trying to give Rudy a chance to post up with his back to the basket in a ball game like this. I think make a play for Rudy so he can score. Halliburton driving the long right arm floaters up and in. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Let the lending experts at Golden West Credit Union drive you in a perfect car. As Bogdanovich gets deep in the post, puts it off the window, fouled by Heald. Truck, perfect car, truck, or SUV with an auto loan as low as 1.99 APR. Apply online at gwcu.org. Ask for Golden West Financing at the dealership. We'll take care of you. Halliburton kind of reminds me, David, of Mike Conley. Though Just much bigger, the, taller, yep, but, exactly. right? Interesting. He was the, so he slipped on draft day, and when Sacramento pulled him, everybody said it the, that night, like, that's the steal of the draft. I was on with Chad Ford, the great draft expert. And so you think, they think he should have been higher picked Yeah, I mean, most people thought 12? he was going to go higher. He didn't shoot a lot of free throws. He's not a great athlete, and so teams got caught up in that, but his efficiency and his productivity is unquestioned at Iowa State. Here's Heald, left-hand dribble, in the lane, jump stops, pushes up an awkward shot and scores it. But Heald didn't have that in his game until just recently. 10-8, Jazz by two, Phoenix is playing the Clippers. Jazz lead the West by a game. Clippers are lingering in third. Ingles. Comes off a pick, they're switching one through five. Joe launches the three and misses. Rebound battled around and got by the Kings. Joe's missed 11 straight three-point attempts now. Heald walks into a three as he comes to the front court. Bogdanovich gets underneath him. Danielle Scott with the call as Bogdanovich stepped underneath Heald. Heald's now limping around. I don't, he's already got the call, so I'm gonna assume that he actually might have gotten hurt on that one. He's looking up to see what happened to him. And Heald's really, he's limping strangely, actually. He fires the three, and Boyan just walked right underneath him without much of a contest. Heald immediately grabs his right shin. review the play shin. for the possibility of the flagrant foul. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he really I, turned it. I, I don't want to beat a drum that... No, beat the drum, because we talk about the Euro foul every night, so beat the drum. Man, it, it just bothers me that players continue to challenge a three-point shot like that but they turn and watch the flight of the ball the momentum continues to carry them underneath the shooter Our official, I, I just think if, right. if they would challenge the shot then they could see that they're going to make contact and they probably well, what there's no value for them turning around to look at the shot exactly I mean and frankly on this one Boyan barely contests this shot like this is a really unnecessary foul by Boyan because he's not actually even having an impact on Heald's shot. So it, it was almost a false fake closeout. Like, oh, I'll make it look like I'm closing out and then I got so close to him he actually committed the foul. Now, review going under the landing space of the shooter causing him to twist his ankle is a flagrant foul. Penalty one. It's going to be three shots. It was a three-shot foul. Sacramento ball at the free throw line. Really, wow. really 
bad play, frankly. Like, those are the kind of plays when you don't have two of your stars and you're trying to work. He takes one step, then he takes another step with his foot. He turns and looks and heel turns his ankle. But the, the thing that bothers me, Ron, about it is the contest is irrelevant to the shot. Like, he's sort of got his hand out there. He's not jump like, he didn't have an impact on the play. And then it turns out it's a five-point play potential when, frankly, he could have taken a step back. So, you're right. Flagrant one on Boyan. And the free throws are good. Officials are Josh Teven in his 11th year. He's called 39 playoff games. Leon Woods in his 25th year. He's called 25 playoff games. And Danielle Scott is the official, third official. She's called 26 games in her career. Is this back-to-back games? She has done us twice in a row, yes. 11-10, Sacramento now takes the lead. As the Jazz... Commit that foul. Clarkson checks in for the Jazz. So you heard the announcer say in the background, Holmes spins Rudy around, scores from four feet out, and Sacramento now leads it 13 to 10. Jordan Clarkson left side. Jazz are five or two of four shooting, six of six in the line. Clarkson flares out to O'Neal, top to Boyan. Boyan drives on heel to the rack and finishes. Boyan Bogdanovich at the rim over the last 14 games is at 65%. Previous to that, he was at 50%. Halliburton driving, nice pass inside to Holmes. Attacks Gobert, gets it. Rebuked at the rim by Rudy. Coming to the right side is Clarkson. Jordan's been struggling, bullets a pass down low, knocked away from Gobert. Bogdanovich recovers in the corner. Back out to Jordan, wide open three is good. Jordan Clarkson who over the last three games was eight of his last 29 from three, puts that one down, and the Jazz have taken a 15 to 13 lead on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. They didn't have Clarks in that game. Tonight they don't have Conley, Mitchell. We had De'Aaron and Harrison clearly now. We don't have De'Aaron and Harrison. So the roles and responsibilities are gonna change, but they're coming off a tough couple losses. They're normally a lot sharper after coming off games like that where they probably feel they should have won. We're gonna have to be more than sharp. We're gonna have to be really connected, you know, without Donovan and Mike. Maybe the word I would use that would be synonymous with what Luke said. You don't have to be really precise. Both coaches talking about what they're missing with your new skin jazz sound flash brought to you by New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. New Skin, discover the best of you. Our jazz bingo tonight is a Joe Ingles three-point shot. When Joe makes a three tonight, tweet me at DLock09 with Joe Ingles made a three, and you will be the winner of two jazz tickets. Buddy Heald hits a three left side, and Sacramento goes up 16-15. Huge night in the NBA. We'll try to walk through all the scores, because it is a massive night. Royce is wide open for a right corner three. Rolls! Royce, 18-16 Jazz. DeLon Wright coming to the front court with Trent Forrest guarding tightly. Can the Jazz score in the minutes when Joe Ingles is off the floor tonight? To me, Ron, that is the biggest storyline of the night, or LHM stat of the night is Jazz offense in the zero percentile this year when Joe Ingles, Jordan, or Joe Ingles, Donovan Mitchell, and Mike Conley are off the floor. So we'll see if they can score tonight. 18-18, a base layup on a cutting layup for Rashawn Holmes. Here's Bogdanovich right side. Jazz need him tonight. He's got six. He was just two of eight in the last matchup against the Kings. He works inside, jump stops at the paint, fades back and scores. Eight points. 
for Boyant. Here's Halliburton, wears, wears zero, weighs 190 pounds, soaking wet. Drives the lane floater off the back handle, no good. Bogdanovich gets the tipped out rebound. Bogdanovich on the drive, left hand to the basket. Switching to his right, gets his shot blocked, and the heel comes out with it. Pushing ahead to Halliburton. O'Neal is back. Halliburton tries to draw a foul. O'Neal moves away. Halliburton wildly misses. Rebound comes the other way to Clarkson, who just made a three a moment ago to continue his streak of consecutive games. Clarkson now working off a favors pick. Has Holmes on a step back three straight away. No good. Rebound tapped, battled for. Favors has it. Derrick comes out of traffic, gives to Royce. Back out to Favors. Top of the key jump shot for Favors is an air ball. He has been way off his game recently. He's had five straight games of one or fewer field goals. DeLon Wright, their best three-point shooter, comes up short. He's 41% for the season. And the Jazz lead it 20 to 18 as Clarkson with five minutes left of the first. Bullets right down the lane, gets to the window and lays it up and in. Boy, did he split the tr uh, two defenders there like they were standing still. Halliburton, free throw line, push shot by Holmes, up, no good. He shoots about 65% impressively. Well, that push shot was from about 14 feet away. On the push, Bogdanovich right to the rim again. And Boyan Bogdanovich coast to coast lays it up. Luke Walton wants a timeout and will take one as well. The Jazz have jumped out to a 14 to five run and lead it 24-18 on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Injuries are a part of the game. We can't look at who's not around. We, we just have to be, if, if you're available, you have to get out there and give us what you got and contribute to winning. And I think that's how Coach Q takes these situations. All of our guys are prepped, you know, to play in NBA games. They just have to get out there and continue to grow and, and do what they need to do and help uh, this team win games, whether, you know, Mike or Donovan are in there or they're not. That's George Niang and our Jazz Sound Flash player. Sound Flash brought to you by Vivid Smart Security, professionally installed. What a night in the NBA, Ron! If you ever need a night, if you got anybody out there who still doesn't believe in the play-in game, what we've done in the NBA play-in game, we've made a. There's always been a battle for one. There's always been a battle for two, right? Those matter. There's always been a battle for four because you need home court in the first round. Yeah. Now there's a battle for six. There's now a battle for eight because you. Being seven, eight is a big difference. There's now a battle for 10. Every game but one had something riding on it tonight. We'll walk through them. It's incredible. Hopefully we'll get a free throw here in a minute or something. DeLon Wright, left side, spinning at Bogdanovich. Blocked at the rim. Nice defense from Boyan. Trent Forrest, the rookie out of Florida State. Out a two-way contract for the Jazz. Works to the front court. Two-way players no longer restricted on NBA games. Bogdanovich driving, kicks Royce. Left corner three. Front rim no good. And the rebound comes down to Terrence Davis, acquired from Toronto after he had off-field issues in Toronto. They moved him to the deadline. He's finding a little groove with playing time out of Sacramento, undrafted a year ago. Top to heel, their leading scorer available. Gets a pick from Jones, Damon Jones, who they just signed. Cross-court pass by Heald, stolen by Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich going coast to coast again. Comes off two feet and lays it up and in. Remember Quinn Snyder in our coaches show the other night, Ron? So the biggest change he made is he started going off two feet with more power because he wasn't getting calls off one foot, and that's led to the change of his finishing. Well, it, it's, he's definitely doing a much better job of finishing at, at, at the rim now, especially on the right side of the floor. DeLon right three from angle left is good. Right, who came, excuse me, that was Davis. Terrence Davis. 
26-21. Thank goodness Jazz were on an 8-0 run. We wouldn't want them to go on a 10-0 run. They've lost their last two or three of their last four when they've been on a 10-0 run. Pass by O'Neal into Bogdanovich. Stolen by Heald and going the other way is Heald grabbed quickly by Royce O'Neal. Bogdanovich blocks his David fourth shot of the year. That's it? That's it. Wow. <laughs> Bogdanovich's block <laughs> shot was the fourth of the season. 26-21 Jazz. Boyan sits down with 12 points, a block, and a steal. And an assist. He has some games where he doesn't have those. We've got under three to play. Jones, Davis, Wright, Heald, and Metu for the Kings. DeLon Wright, former Ute, kicks it out. Right side, Metu for three. No good. Rebound, Gobert. Ilyasova now on with Ingles, Clarkson, Ilyasova, Niang, and Gobert. Jazz playing five-man lives. They haven't played all year. Clarkson turns it over. Heald on the fast break. Ingles is back. Heald gets him back, pedaling, lays it up and in. The Kings within three, 26-23. Turnovers will be hard for the Jazz. They got a lot of guys handling the ball more than they're used to tonight, having to make plays, and they've been on the verge of a bunch of turnovers already. Ilyasova swings to Ingles. Left side three, short. Joe's missed 12 straight. We need him to get one today. He's Jazz Bingo. Working the left side is Davis, very good athlete, working one-on-one -on, -one on Gobert. Tries to drive him, scoops, and Gobert spikes it out of the air. They call it a goal dead. He underhand scooped it, so Rudy had to wait for a while to have it come to him, and he calls it a goal dead. It might have been an air ball. And if, if that was the case, the official missed it. Ingles, cross-court pass to Clarkson. Contested three, right side, no good. Jazz offense suddenly not getting looks and playing in the half court. Heald, transition three, no good. Gobert rebounds. Can the Jazz run? Can the Jazz run while they all have to play extra minutes tonight? That's the trick as Gobert tries to roll the lane and he's held up and fouled. So let's walk through some of these games tonight and their importance, Ron. So Miami played San Antonio tonight. Miami and Boston are tied for the 6-7 spot. San Antonio is trying to get 8-9, has double importance. Miami wins it, 116-111. So now all of a sudden Boston is playing Charlotte as Ingles drives and is fouled. Boston is playing Charlotte tonight. Boston now has to win because Miami's won and they're playing for, and Charlotte is playing for positioning inside of the play and Boston wins that 120-111-35 for Jason Tatum. Free throws for Joe Ingles. Orlando's playing Cleveland tonight. That didn't matter. That's the game that didn't matter. 76ers trying to hold to the one seed. Played Atlanta, who's trying to hold, who's tied with New York for the 4-5 seed. 76ers win it 127-83. And you're looking at, David, 10 games left in the season. It is, get, it is it's, just it's, crazy. It's really tightening up. Joe's first free throw is good with 127 left here in the first. Second one good as well. Washington played the Lakers tonight. Anthony Davis is back. Washington's won 11 of 12. Washington's trying to make the playoffs or the play-in as a drive by right to the rack. High arcing scoop. No good. He's still having flashbacks of Rudy Gobert catching him at the rim against Dallas as he misses. Clarkson driving to the cup. Right hand floater scores it. Jazz lead it 30 to 25. Washington beat the Lakers tonight. 116-107. 
A nine point win, Russell Westbrook, another triple double. Healed, step back, left side, jump shot is good, going by Clarkson. Defense wasn't great on that, 30-27, Jazz by three. Ingles, big steps in the lane, throws it back out, but right to Terrence Davis and turns it over. And the Jazz have four turnovers already today. The real number to watch is live ball turnovers because those are more painful, and that's the third of the night by the Jazz. The Jazz have got to be better than they were on both those last two possessions. Play meets a criteria for a clear path. And the Jazz may have committed a clear path as we have a Siegfried and Jensen injury, or excuse me, review, 30 years of reviewing cases in the state of Utah, Siegfried and Jensen. All right, the other one that we really care about is the Clippers and the Suns. Let's go to Little Eagle. And the Suns have the basketball in the first quarter. Right to left, here comes Phoenix in the front court. Booker on the left wing, crossed over to the top of the key, driving down the right alley, pulls up from 10, and it's good. Devin Booker, if he gets to his spot, that's automatic. 13-10, LA down three, Booker with a quick four. About four minutes gone by first quarter. George lobs it inside, but it was poked away by Aiton. Now up ahead, Bridges gets it back from Craig. Bounce pass to Booker underneath the basket. He banks it home. And timeout called by Teron Liu. That's a bad turnover Not by George. Not entirely sure who we're rooting for in this Clippers-Suns game, quite honestly, with our injury situation. If you want the one seed, you're still rooting for the Clippers. If you want, the, want to make sure you don't slip to the three seed with the injuries, then you end up rooting for the Suns. Common foul on the Jazz, so it won't be fast break. Jazz are not getting out and running at all, Ron. They have zero, they had eight fast break points early, and now they are just sitting in the half court. 30-27, here's Metu, guarded by Ilyasova. Step back, jumpers off, rebound off, Gobert out of bounds. Second time tonight with Rudy on that one. Yeah. So what I'm seeing right now, David, is, is like, <clears throat> a couple of these, well, Mitsu is one of them, that's gonna crash the offensive glass got to be active with him and keeping him away from the basket. Damon Jones, that who means Joe Ingles. was with the Warriors for a while. Gives it to Wright in the lane. Wild right-hander, no good. Rebound comes down to Rudy. That was a right-hander, R-I-G-H-T, not a W-R-I-G-H-T, who took the shot. 16 seconds left in the quarter. Somebody's chuckling somewhere. Not Ron Boone. It wasn't me. Clarkson splits the... Trap gets in the lane, puts up a right-hander and short with five seconds left in the quarter. Here comes Heald, pushing to the left side for a three on the right wing, no good. Great defense by George Niang to close that quarter, stepping into the passing lane and slowing down Davis so he didn't get a good look. At the end of one, the Jazz without Donovan and Mike, and they lead it 30-27 to 27 on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz at the end of one, lead it by the score of 30 to 27. Jazz shoot a 10 of 19 on the quarter. The Suns, excuse me, the Kings shoot 11 of 26 in the quarter. Boyan Bogdanovich doing exactly what the Jazz needed, as Jordan Clarkson did as well to give them an offensive boost. The Jazz. Playing shorthanded without Donovan Mitchell, without Mike Conley. The Kings playing without De'Aaron Fox and without Harrison Barnes. Jazz run a high pick and roll with Gobert and Ingles. On the first play, Rudy rolls to the basket, catches, yells and one, and then finishes for two. And the Jazz 
will get the call and the bucket by Rudy Gobert. Ron, what were your thoughts on that first quarter? Uh, kind of impressed with, I, I thought, and I know that probably ran a little bit more than what I thought the Jams were going to run, but I thought the Jams had to be very efficient in the half court uh, in, in this ball game, strictly because of, of the ball handling that we don't have. Jazz got to the free throw line. Quinn Snyder on the coaches show said, hey, the ball handling's easier if you can get out in the open and run. When you try to move the ball baseline to baseline, it's gonna be hard. But when you can try to do it the other way, it's Halliburton step back three, no good. Gobert snares his fifth rebound of the game. Joe Ingles is your point guard tonight. Joe played eight minutes in the first quarter, had two points, two rebounds, and assists. Driving, scooping, scoring. Joe Ingles puts the Jazz up to their largest lead of eight, 35-27. Terrence Davis. Kings without Fox and Barnes, two of their leading scorers. Davis gets to the free throw line, short with a shot. Rebound comes to Niang. George had a very good start to the game, pushes ahead to Bogdanovich, playing fairly quickly. Now into half-court set. It's a pick and roll for Ingles. Gobert's rolls as they're switching everything inside to Bogdanovich he drives puts it on the deck misses Rudy tips it up and in Kings are switching one through five they are last in the NBA in defense so just because they're doing a scheme doesn't always mean it's done well Halliburton snaking underneath gets it knocked away but fortuitously it rolls right to Davis back to Halliburton the rookie out of Iowa State gets to the free throw line fades back misses badly rebound Ilyasova who hasn't learned you have to leave those for Rudy takes it right away from 27. Left side, Niang, quick release three, a whistle's blown, the shot is in. What will the call be? They fouled Rudy on the roll as Niang was shooting the three. Looked like it was already in the pocket, like he was already gearing up to shoot the basketball. So it'll be interesting to see what the call of that is. 37-27 Utah. Jazz, that's where Sean Holmes checks back in. I was worried about wondering about that anyway because it looked like when Holmes went out of the basketball game, he was upset. It looked like Luke Walton was upset with him and why he was oh, interesting. not in the ballgame. One of those things, if we were in the arena, we probably could have learned a little bit more of it. Limited view just on what happened on the screen. Good catch on your part, Ron. Boyan driving, gets it knocked out of his hands and he loses it out of bounds. Turnover on Bogdanovich. Boyan's got 12 points, a rebound and assist. The Jazz lead the Kings by 10. They hold to the West Conf the Western Conference lead by a game over Phoenix, who's in playing the Clippers today. We'll go Friday to Phoenix. Left side three by Wrights, no good. Ilya Sova with a nice rebound. Push ahead to Niang. George drives the rack, kicks it back out to Boyan. Catch and shoot three is good. 40 to 27, Utah by 13. Kings are just 11 of 30 shooting. Halliburton, bounce pass down low, knocked away by Gobert, but right to Holmes. Halliburton again driving. Puts it up on the right side, no good. They cannot strike oil. Halliburton coming up dry, one for six. Left side, Bogdanovich, top to Ingles. Ingles pulls for three and hits, bingo! Joyo Ingles for three, it's 43-27. Jazz lead it by 16. Time out on the floor as Joe Ingles dials from long distance on the Jazz Radio Network. The year was 
1997, the top seeded Utah Jazz completed the first clean sweep in franchise history with a 104 92 victory over the Los Angeles Clippers. The season's MVP, Carl Malone, recorded a game high 13 rebounds to go with his 26 points. Jerry Sloan recalls the mailman's ability to score. Well, I don't think anyone in basketball, whenever he was doing what he was doing, he always gave us a great effort in practice. So he's an unusual guy, and he had tremendous determination to make himself better every day. In a season to remember, the Jazz would go on to beat the L.A. Lakers in round two and the Houston Rockets in the Western Conference Finals to capture their first Western Conference title. Utah Jazz. Fun day in history. Great always to hear Jerry. Thoughts to Tammy and the family and hope they're all doing all right. Sacramento's gone scoreless for the last 349. That's no longer accurate as a backdoor cut out of the timeout. Terrence Davis gets a dunk for his seventh point of the game. Double pick waiting for Ingles. He rolls to the left, fakes the pass to Gobert, swings back to Bogdanovich, resets Joe. Fakes the pass, drives, down low to Rudy, one dribble to his left, ball fakes, goes up, gets it swiped away and out of bounds by Mo Harkless. Sacramento is pretty long out there right now. Kyle Guy is now in. He's out of Indiana, or excuse me, out of Virginia where he won a national title. Bogdanovich. Bumping and backing on Guy. Puts a shoulder into him. Turnaround jumper's good. Boyan Bogdanovich has 17 points. And the yeah. Jazz lead the Kings 45-29. One three and all of these shots are coming from the mid-range. Most of them in the paint. Here's Guy working the right side. Driving at Gobert. Snaking out to Harkless. Harkless leaves it behind for Guy. Who's a pretty good shooter. Ball fakes Ingles. Drives. Push shot. No good. Rebound loose. Gobert's got another one. He's got eight. Out to Ingles on the near side. Joe finds Rudy on the roll, rotates it to Bogdanovich, left side three, no. What a play by Rudy Gobert. Too bad it didn't fall for Boyan. Fast break, Terrence Davis attacking the cup, blocked by Rudy, expunged at the rim by Rudy Gobert. And a foul by the Kings, stopping Boyan Bogdanovich as Rudy just struts up the other way, saying, why did you try that? Rudy just kind of walking around, he's got his hands right on his waist, his thumb right under his waist basket, like almost like a cowboy pulling out his gun, saying, I've got all the weapons. 45-29. Left side, Boyan Bogdanovich. Cross court, skip pass, hide in the yank, touched it to Clarkson. Jabs right, brings it to Ingles. Three ball straight away, no good. Rebound, grabbed by the Kings. We got a winner on our bingo game earlier tonight. Congratulations. I'll give you the name here in a second. Mo Harkless, three straight away off the back handle, no good. And the Kings are coming up dry. They're 12 of 35 from the field. Clarkson, right side, left hand dribble, into the paint, to the dotted line, to the restricted area. Ball fake, steps through, scores. 47-29, there could have been a California earthquake. He wasn't going to give up the ball. He was scoring right there. Right side, Harkless tries again. Still's not a very good shooter. And the rebound comes down to Gobert. And right now the Kings are looking like the Jazz did against the Minnesota Timberwolves. 17 to two run by the Jazz. Bogdanovich bumping, backing, swings the pass to Niang. Left side three. Open up the slidey door. Throw the triplets in the minivan. George Niang buries the three. Left side Jazz by 21. 20 to two run. Holmes driving at Gobert. He spikes it. Here come the Jazz the other way. Clarkson trailing. Sprinkles! Utah's on fire. 53-29. 
A 23-4 run by the Jazz. Timeout Sacramento on the Jazz Radio Network. Hey there, Amanda Smith here with today's player profile on the 2019 Ivy League Player of the Year, Miaoni, who explains his decision to play collegiate basketball at Yale after first committing to another college. I was originally um, committed to Williams College. I didn't have any other Division I offers, so I went through my senior year and um, Coach Kingsley at Yale and my um, AAU coach connected. And when I heard that I had the opportunity to go to a school like Yale, I was like, I can't pass this up. And um, even my days as like a 5'8", five, 5'9", five, five, freshman in high school who was on JV and a sophomore who didn't make his varsity team again and a junior who got hurt. As long as you do everything you could have done, then you should be glad with the results. Mia Oney, good story. For the Jazz, Mia's not gotten into the action yet tonight. Jazz lead it 53-29. That's brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Med two at the rim, misses. Rebound tipped out to Davis. Cross-court pass is a bad one. It goes by Halliburton, out of bounds. The player spotlight tonight brought to you by our friends over at Smith's. Smith's. You can enjoy fresh food you love with the convenience of a free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Smith's, Smith's fresh for everyone. Clarkson driving to the lane, gets to the window, gets it blocked. Rebound comes out to the Kings. 53-29, Utah by 24. Halliburton playing the point with De'Aaron Fox out. Crossing over, driving left side, sees the defense, favors eradicates it at the rim. Here comes Trent Forrest to the front court, behind for Niang. Right side for us. They don't guard him tightly. He's not much of a shooter. Kicks it left wing to O'Neal. Back up top to Clarkson. Royce played 150 minutes without a free throw attempt. Drives to the basket here and gets it stripped and turns it over. Outlet to Heald. Heald cut off by Niang. Old college rivals. Heald stops. Flares it inside to Holmes. Driving it. Favors puts his shoulder into him. Moves Favors out of the way and scores it. Trent Forrest to the front court. Trent played four years at Florida State. He's played 137 college games. Skip pass to Niang, right side corner three, swish. George Niang with his second three of the game, he's got 10. Boy, George's been good recently, what a career. Halliburton, left side Metu, ball fakes. Niang makes him put it on the floor, closes it out, forces an air ball. Biggest improvement in George's game has not been the above the break three, Rod, it's been the Incredible defense this year. Well, he's really making an effort, David, to, just to make sure he stays in front. Forrest, okay. left-hand drive, throws it up to the high arc to O'Neal. He'll take the three and hit it. Royce rattles one in, and Royce O'Neal is two for three from three, and the Jazz are eight of 12. And they lead it 59-31. Heels, bounce pass, down low to Holmes, push shot up and in from six feet out. Boy, that shot's different against his 6-9 favors rather than a 7-2 Gobert. Yeah, he, he had 15 in the second quarter here in Salt Lake City. 15 of his 21 in the first half, anyway. Clarkson drives into the defense, kicks to O'Neal. Royce top to Forrest. Forrest drives, stops, looking to pass. Finds Niang, who was on the cut when he got the pass. Out to O'Neal. O'Neal drives to the lane. Right-hand push shot is up and in for Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal aggressive offensively. Averaging a career high, 32 minutes a game this year. Left wing, Davis, top to Holmes. Swings to heel, their leading available scorer. They're without Barnes, without Fox, and he swings through on 
Royce and gets Royce right in the leg again. And Royce, a little gimpy when he gets up, foul on O'Neal. That knee and the thigh hurts. Well, I feel like it's one of those things like when you bite your lip and then you hit it another 23 times the rest of the day. Like, it feels like ever since Royce has gotten hit in that leg, he's gotten hit quite a few times. Yeah, that generally happens. Driving, Medu at the rim, misses. The Kings are now three of eight at the rim tonight. Jazz defense has been strong, 61-33 Utah. Let's check in on the Suns and the Clippers. They've just started the second quarter. Kaminsky with it, handling out at a high post, handed off to Cam Johnson, cutting by, get it in the corner area to Carter. Carter back out to Johnson. He's gonna drive right to the rim for a whammo. He'll do that, he'll surprise you. You think he's gonna take the outside shots? He's an open lane and right to the rim and in for Cam Johnson. And the Suns are up 41-31, just wow, into the second Phoenix quarter. up by 10 in the second quarter on the Clippers. Thanks to Al McCoy with a whammo from Cameron Johnson quickly the other way. Here come the Kings and DeLon Wright who's been struggling, one for five tonight. One for six actually lays this one up and in. And trying to find anything he can on the bench, Justin James checks in now. James out of the University of Wyoming. Second round pick in 2019 by the Kings. As Luke Walton is just trying to find something on what has been a somewhat feckless performance from his group so far. Free throw by Wright is no good. Rudy snares his 10th rebound of the first half with 3.20 left. Here's Joe Ingles playing the point tonight. Back in for Forrest. Jazz surviving the non-Ingles minutes so far was the key. And in seven Trent Forrest minutes, they've been okay. And a foul up top on Buddy Heald. Defensively, not always the best. Jazz in the seven Trent Forrest minutes right now are plus seven. And Ron, that was a key to this game. Yeah. He knew that he was going to have to play the point, handle the basketball. Here's Dis Joe. Disappointed he didn't really try a shot. Gives to Niang. George fires and hits again. George Niang is a souped-up minivan. He's got that crib bouncing tonight. Top to Medu. How do you soup up a minivan? Well, he's going to find. He's got a little rims on it. Got it lifted. Put in a little base. Put in a new sunroof, might have even put a pop top on it. He's got that thing rolling. Ingles, left side, bullets it past to Bogdanovich. Ball fakes the defender, goes up high, and then grabs Bogdanovich in the face. Terrence Davis with a foul. Bogdanovich got a cut on his cheek now. That or late onset acne, well, you but just I think it's a cut. You catch the defense sleeping, you just go back door. And well, I said it during the break as a joke, but it's pretty true. The Kings seem to have about the same energy as the cutouts in the crowd. And not paying attention to what's, what's going on. I mean, it's, it, they're not even trying to turn it into a scrappy game or... Uh, no, that would make some... That takes some effort. 64-37. They're going to Siegfried and Jensen review this one to see whether or not it might be a flagrant foul. Each block shot the Jazz get this season. Cypress Credit Union will donate $50 to the Community Recreation Association, a nonprofit organization that provides funding for youth in our communities to participate in sports and other extracurricular activities. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. By the way, Ron, Jeff 
Niebuhr Gijel is our winner of our two tickets to the Toronto Raptors game on Saturday. Jazz fans, there are tickets available. The Jazz are allowing more fans into the arena as we continue to increase our vaccination rates in the state and therefore allow us to be able to put more Tom fans in, in the arena. They'll call that a common foul. So you've got an opportunity to come to games and see the number one team in the West, something we really did not think you were going to get much of a chance to do all year long. So please go to utahjazz.com right now, check it out, and get your tickets to the upcoming games on Saturday against the Toronto Raptors and then Monday and Wednesday against the San Antonio Spurs. Bogdanovich at the free throw line. Eighteen. Might the Kings, David, be the only team in the NBA, I'm just noticing this, that doesn't have a sponsor on their jersey? Um, so, one, that's really interesting. And two, I have no idea. I thought you knew everything. Uh, I didn't. I have not kept tabs. Alley-oop to the rim. Jones puts it up and in. That's Justin Jones. Justin James, excuse me. Justin Jones. You know who Justin Jones is? Brad Jones is a kid. <laughs> He's a pretty good little basketball player, Division Two or Three player. Just got a slam dunk in the NBA. I'll have to. I'll have to send that highlight to uh, to Brad Jones and say, Hey, I had I had Justin making a play last night instead of Justin James. Jazz lead at 66-39. We're all giggles. Niang, right side, three. Oh, and hold the pose, George. Hold the pose, my man. You're on fire. Four threes for Niang. Metu at the rim, misses, and an offensive foul on Metu, trying to clear out on Gobert. George Niang has 16 points in the first half. Four threes in this quarter, and what was the defense doing is leaving Joe... George, anyway, in the corner all by himself. You could have just stopped in the first part of that sentence, Ron. <laughs> what, like, what were they doing? <laughs> yeah, just stopped right there. Here's Niang in the lane, lobbing, Rudy tapping up and in. Oh, George Niang burying through threes, dishing dimes, and just dominating. 71-39. Kings have been outscored 41-12 in the quarter. Niang with a foul. 41 to 12 in the quarter right now. 71-39 Utah. Foul on Niang. This is his second start of the year, having a pretty good ball game. That's right, right at the free throw line. Let's go check in on the Clippers and the Suns. Rondo looking to push it left to right, gets to the top of the key, guarding the basketball, leaves it for Zubats, rolling to the rim, and he banks it in. Amid heavy traffic, Avica Zubats gets a tough two, and it's a seven-point game at 53-46. Clippers defense starting to lock in with 3.20 to go All in the right. second quarter. 3.20 left, Clippers trying to work their way back. Suns, a game back of the Jazz, and they'll play in Friday. Seems unlikely the Jazz will have Mike Conley, but maybe. Clarkson, three, no, but they foul him on the shot, catching his leg, and Jordan Clarkson will earn three free throws. Like Ron, Bo Ron Boone, you want to belabor your point about the other team looking at the shots too, or just our guys? Because he just did the exact same, same thing you thing. talked about yeah. earlier. It's crazy every time. You know, it's funny is Ron kind of 
stays cool on some of these things. And every now and then you'll he'll like conversation will come up and the coaches will be like, oh, <laughs> free throw from Clarkson is good. Here's what Jordan said about where his confidence comes from. Man, what gives me that confidence is just, you know, my teammates, coaching staff, just everybody continuously talking to me, continuously embracing who I am. And those guys always come over to the bench and tell me to keep shooting. And even when I'm having an off night, even when I'm hot, they still tell me to shoot the ball no matter what, tell me to make the play. It's just love. And, you know, I, I really appreciate that and happy that, you know, they embrace me like that. Well, he's got 15 points tonight, a night where they needed it. In the last three games, Jordan was shooting 31% from the floor. So... That is a case in which the Jazz are getting exactly what they wish for. Halliburton, push shot from the belt buckle up and in. That's one of the reasons he slipped, Ron, is that shot is unusual. It's released so low, but he's kind of found a way to get that shooting window. Well, that's the point I'm making. He gets it off and... and Bogdanovich kicks to Clarkson on the right side. Ball picks up on his tippy toes, now pushes back to Bogdanovich. Straight down the barrel, three rattles out. So how does he get it off, and will well, he always be able to? I think so. I mean, because he, he, he knows how to create the space, and, and when he releases the basketball, he's on his way up. Healed, fading back three left side short. Rebound knocked out of bounds by Sacramento with 29 on the clock. Jazz by 30 here in the first half. 74-44. Ingles barks out the signals. Rudy tells somebody to hold. Here, it's a 1-4 pick and roll is what I saw, so Bogdanovich will come set a pick. Bogdanovich does, flares. Now Rudy sets the next pick, rolls, catches, pump fakes, dunks. Perfect execution by the Jazz against a skeleton defense. Here comes Halliburton <laughs> driving. Clarkson knocks it away. Medu picks up Halliburton for three, will not count. He banked it in. Just about a half-court shot, he banked it in. The Jazz win the second quarter. Tonight, 46 to 17. 46 to 17, Utah. And they lead it 76 to 44 at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. Lobs it to Rudy, slam dunk, Ingles to go bear. The Utah Jazz are at half, and we're breaking it down. This is the Jazz Game Night Halftime Show on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Bogdanovich, right side drive to the cut, foul and finishes. Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. The official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Now, here's a complete recap of the first 24 minutes of tonight's game. Jazz Game Night Halftime Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Your score of the half, 76-44. to 44. The Jazz taking it to the Kings. And uh, it's a little bit about the uh, that Jazz basketball we got used to seeing for a while. A lot of ball movement, a lot of transition, Coach. George Niang with 16, Bogdanovich with 19. Uh, Clarkson with 15 coming in off the bench looked like a completely different offensive team out there than we saw on Monday. Yeah, it was the energy was really good. I, I think I made the comment to you just the effort. You could see that. Uh, you know, actually the the comments that George made today about having to go out there and be really really confident and they'd lost two in a row and they had to stop that. And um, you know, I kind of heard energy in that interview today in his voice. And you know, the Jazz have come out and played with it. They uh, they did a great job. Their defense, defensive rating in the first half is an 88. 
So uh, doing a, an awesome job at contesting shots, ending possessions, and then, like you said, uh, that's turning into transition opportunities. And I'm just saying, man, the more this team can get out there and transition the open floor and get early shots, the better. Now, Sacramento's defense is as bad as advertised. Not like Minnesota's defense, which was way better than advertised. Yeah, Sacramento's for sure. defense is. This is what 20, <laughs> the 29-30 looks like. It's what you're supposed to see. The Jazz shot 61% from the field, 10 of 19 for three, 52.6%. Uh, the Kings, however, uh, 38.3% from the field, 18 of 47, just three of 10 from three. Buddy Heald had 12 points on four of six shooting, but that that was about it. Holmes has eight. Uh, Davis has seven coming in off the bench, but uh, probably uh, more uh, importantly, the Kings cannot get a stop. They were outscored in the second quarter, 46 to 17. Yeah, you know, the, the number that stands out, you know, from an analytics perspective, in that first half, Sacramento attempted... 60% of their shots from long, or excuse me, mid-range. So the Jazz have done a great job. 21% of their shots were at the rim and 19 from three. So they, they certainly are playing Jazz defense where they flip that shot chart, and um, it, it looks very familiar to stuff we've seen this year. Mark Miller, Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Coming up next, we'll get coaches' thoughts on what to look for in the second half. Jazz game night halftime show. Jazz on top of the Kings at the half, 76-44 to 44 here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night halftime show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Your score of the half jazz on top of the Kings, 76 to 44. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. Halftime brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Coach Lacombe, give us a couple things to keep our eye on for half number two. So one thing that stood out to me, and we talked about it in the pregame, a little bit of indecision in the last couple games. Um, you know, guys having that opportunity to step up and shoot their shot and not necessarily doing it and by overpassing, turning it over, causing spacing issues, those sorts of things. I noticed that in the first half that these guys shot open shots, um, you know, to a man. And, and what a great half of basketball by George Niang. I think it's going to take uh, that continued mindset where we're going to move the ball and we're going to play on an attack, but when we have an advantage, we're going to fire it. Um, and I love the fact they got out in transition. I think that's a huge key. Again, we haven't seen that for a few games. It comes from getting stops, uh, getting rebounds, and then pushing it. It also probably doesn't hurt that the Kings are the ones getting back in transition tonight, but, hey, we'll take it. Um, you know. And then I think the Jazz have done a great job defensively being very active, flipping the shot chart. So just that continued excitement and energy defensively will certainly help the team uh, finish this one off. You mentioned the shooting with confidence. It was good to see Royce O'Neal shoot with some confidence. He had uh, 10 points in that first half, four or five shooting, but two of three from three, and had – Kind of a little bit of that bounce in his step. He does the three thing with his fingers, and it seemed like maybe he got a little bit of that back. I'll tell you the play that impressed me, and it's not one he's been making because he's been quick to turn shots down and, and pass. Tonight, actually a shot or a pass fake to the corner. Instead of throwing it, he actually pass fake, got the defender to move, and then was able to make one a three from the wing. Those are really good signs for Royce because he needs to be a 
he needs to be a weapon. You know, he needs to be that guy that he was early in the season. That's uh, whether hey, whether he makes him or not, he's going to be a threat. So you got you have to guard him. Halftime brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. Jazz on top of the Kings at the half, seventy six to forty four. Tim and I will be back after this one goes final. But coming up next, half number two of Jazz basketball, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz leading 76-44 in one of the biggest scoring quarters of any team all year. Let's check in with assistant coach Mike Welch. What did you do so well offensively in that second quarter, coach? I think it started with our defense, so Locke. I mean, we defended, we were connected, we were up, we pressured the ball, we contested shots. You know, they missed 30 shots in that half, and they had zero second-chance points, which allowed us to run out and push into the front court, and then the ball moved. One of the things we focused on was the minutes Joe Ingles is off the floor, how you're going to be able to survive offensively tonight. How do you do in those? Well, I thought we were actually really good. You know, I thought Trent four, seven minutes were key for us. You know, a young fellow that came in, got an opportunity, got us into our offense, and he had some really good passes. Coach, thanks very much. We appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Locke. So giving Forrest a chance to play now. He's got to learn how to shoot, first of all. Yeah, he didn't but do that well in college, though. Out. But this is the NBA. And you can take advantage of things like that. I like the idea of him not coming in, trying to fire it up because he feels he needs to score in order to get playing time. But he came in and he was distributing the basketball, passed up shots in order to get someone else a shot. Shot 25% from three at Florida State last year, averaging 12 points a game, starting every game for the Seminoles. Mm-hmm. So shooting, shooting is going to be the, you know, yeah. If Trent Forrest becomes a eight-year, ten-year NBA pro, it's going to be because he learns how to shoot. Yeah. If Trent Forrest becomes a European point guard, it's going to be because he doesn't learn how to shoot. Seventy-six, forty-four, Jazz, off a tepid, little bit of pressure from the Kings, and then the Jazz slide Rudy Gobert down the lane. He catches reverse layup up and in. Rudy is six for seven tonight shooting. He was eight of eight the other night. So Rudy is. Having a pretty good night, he was only took two shots against Sacramento in the last matchup. This is going to get worse. This game? Yes. Well, it's interesting. Mike Wells had a really good point about the fact that Sacramento missed 30 shots and had no second chance points. And it's I, the Jazz deserve a bunch of credit. I, I think that's an, a tremendous indictment on the Kings. Like, you miss 30 shots and don't have a second chance point, that is because you are walking down the other side of the floor. No effort, no second effort, no. Driving, lobbing, Rashawn Holmes dunking. 46 points in the third, by the way, was the most quarters in Jazz, points in a, in a quarter in Jazz history. And the 29-point differential march is the largest point differential in a quarter in franchise history. It is also the sixth largest halftime lead in franchise history. So, quite a quarter. Jazz get another bucket right there as Joe Ingles fires a three for his 10th point, but the Kings come right back at it, and Rashawn Holmes has 12 points now. now. That's the push shot that you don't like that they're taking, he's taking from 12 feet away. Niang lobs it up to Gobert, he tries to tip it in, he's fouled. So I don't like that shot. 
because the league average on shots in the paint non-restricted area is a little below 40%. And Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley were really, really good at it when the year started this year, Ron. And everyone was very excited about it. And you know what's happened since then? I think you know. Mike Conley is now shooting, still shooting 48% on that shot, so he deserves great credit. And Jordan Clarkson still shooting 51%. But they have both dropped back slightly from the 54 and 56 they were shooting earlier in the year. They will still be well above league average, and the Jazz are 44% on that shot, which is well better than league average. So give Clarkson and Conley credit for the season, they're still better. But for most players in this league, it's a really not very good shot. Rudy gets an inbound and thinks about taking an 18-footer and gets it blocked before he can get it off. Hey, we're up 82-48. You're allowed to take an 18-footer, Rudy. Yeah, well, the clock was... Yeah, on the, what, the yeah. clock winding up. Driving, Halliburton off the window, no good. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. On the break, O'Neal's pass to the wing is stolen by Metu. Long outlet to Halliburton at the rim, dunked it. Rashawn Holmes, though, Ron, to your point, is absolutely fabulous on that push shot. So there, it's not universal that every guy in the league shouldn't take it. Let's be perfectly clear, right? He has figured out what it takes to take that shot, and he is making it. Bogdanovich bumping and backing. Cross-court pass to Niang. Right side three for George, who's been terrific. No good. Rebound tipped out. Sacramento has it. Buddy Heald. Left-hand drive in the lane, and Niang reaches in and fouls. Well, Holmes had great success in back on April 10th against the Jazz with that shot. Holmes has taken that shot 178 times this year, Ronnie's making 60% of them. Absolutely remarkable. Tyrese Halliburton lives by that shot a little bit too. He's actually pretty good at it also at 48%. So there are guys in the league learning that shot as defense, you know, as Buddy Heel drives the lane, misses, rebound tapped out. What's happening, Ron, is Joe Ingles transition three, angle left, up and in. And the Jazz lead 85 to 50. Joe Ingles now has 13, three of six and three. He's got his mojo back. Well, he, he dropped the third in the league at 47.7%. One percentage point behind Portis of Milwaukee. Healed. One on one on Niang. Sees Gobert, bounces it to the wing. Halliburton has it, gives to Holmes. There's that push shot up and in, 60% of the time. Ron, what's happened? is that teams, Milwaukee led this charge two or three years ago, have committed. Uh, Milwaukee, uh, Washington's doing it this year at an alarming rate as Ingles drives and is fouled. And that is, teams are denying the rim. And if a defense wants to just not let you shoot at the rim, they can do it. That Milwaukee just put Brook Lopez there for the last two years and did not allow anyone to get to the rim. And so players have had to adapt and that little floater for some players has become the answer. Ingles swings to Bogdanovich with his red shoes. He launches a three, front rims it. Boyan is one for four from three, but has 19 points for the Jazz. Halliburton driving into Gobert, gives it up to Metu, blocked by Rudy, diving after it, trying to save it is Niang, but he can't get a hold of it. As Rudy Gobert continues his dominance at the rim tonight. 
Rudy now with, I've got him credited with four block shots on that last one, I believe. Jazz 85-52. Holmes outside the three-point line. He won't push shot from there. Still holding, wanting to give the ball to someone. Finally does to Halliburton. And Halliburton steps on the base on the sideline as he gets the handoff. 85-52, Jazz by 33. 8.24 left in the third. We'll check back into Phoenix and LA here in a minute. Here's Ingles. Retreating out. Guarded by Mo Harkless. Chess it to Niang. Angle right three. Good. George Niang has 19 points to lead the Jazz as six different Jazz players are in double figures. All five Zions Bank starters in double figures. Zions Bank, a noteworthy approach to banking. Tyrese Halliburton pull up jumper at the free throw line is good. Halliburton's four of 11. George Niang's season high is 21. Let's go. Is that his career high too, Ron? He's knocking down the door. Career high. No, 24. Let's go get it, George. Here's Boyan, high pick and roll. Working into the pocket, gets the right hand, powers into Heald, collects the ball, gets it stripped away, a turnover. Heald on the push. Halliburton lobbing, Holmes finishing at the rim. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. 88-58, Jazz, or 88-56, Jazz by 32. Timeout, Quinn on the Jazz Radio Network. Open up the slidey door, throw the triplets in the minivan. George Niang buries the three. Get past Niang, right side corner three, swish. Gives to Niang, George fires and hits again. George Niang is a souped up minivan. Niang, right side three, oh, and hold the pose, George. Hold the pose, my man, you're on fire. Chess it to Niang, angle right three, good. George Niang has 19 points to lead the Jazz. That's your WCF Insurance Player Spotlight and Efficiency Report. WCF Insurance reminding you to be careful out there. George Niang leads the Jazz with 19. He takes a break. He's got, in 23 minutes, he's got five threes tonight. Jazz working it on the left side and shot up. And off by Clarkson. Here come the Kings. Harkless at the rim, blocked by Gobert, picked up by Holmes, hooks it up and in. Sean Holmes is a free agent in the offseason. Well, I can imagine him leaving, <laughs> going I, somewhere else. I think <laughs> Right side to Bogdanovich, guarded by Metu, drives by him to the rim and hammers. Boyan Bogdanovich flies by Metu for the slam dunk. $50 you get guys looking over the shoulder for a screen that's coming, and you go the opposite way. That's $50. From Ford, the Utah Food Bank, making a difference. It's built Ford Proud. Jazz lead at 90 to 58 in the third. We'll keep an eye on the Clippers and the Suns. Try to get back there in a little bit. 90 to 58. Boyan Bogdanovich now leads the Jazz with 21. Six Jazz players have scored, all of them in double figures. Buddy Heald launches a three and misses. Heald's four of eight. Trent Forrest is in the game. Jazz were plus seven in his seven minutes. He drives the left hand to the rack, draws the foul. Forrest is strong, so if he can get his shoulder by you, he's going to beat you, and he just did that to the line right. He'll go to the line to shoot two. With him on the line, let's go back to the Clippers and the Suns. 
Jackson inbounds for George now on the left wing. Craig steps up. George to Zubac. He delivered a heater. Zubac couldn't handle it. Now, man does. Zigging and zagging through the defense outside for Jackson. Tees up. No, he thought about the three. Now he will tee up a left wing three and knocks it down. The hesitation and the highlight for Reggie Jackson. 68-60 LA within eight. 8.40 to go third quarter. Left to right, Paul in and out dribble, driving middle. Steps it back. Pump fake feeds inside. Push out with the right hand, but rolls around no good on the near side for Aiton. Rebound for George. Quick outlet into the front court now for Jackson. Driving past Paul to the right. Lob it towards the rim, and he puts it in. Reggie Jackson, high degree of difficulty. Back-to-back -back buckets for Jackson. Forces a Monty Williams timeout right. with 8.28 to Clippers make it a little run. Jazz leading at 92-58 here. Halliburton driving, gives to Heald. Heald inside, up over to Holmes. He misses down low and favors rebounds. Derrick's played eight minutes tonight, five rebounds. Pass to the wing, knocked away. Jazz with it in their gold uniforms with the Jazz navy blue note and the green numbers on the front. And the Jordan logo, both teams wearing Jordan jerseys tonight. And Boyan Bogdanovich will get two free throws. Jazz are in complete control after a historic second quarter, which they outscored them 46 to 17. Jazz are 13 of 24 from three tonight, and each of those threes is a $50 donation by Mountain America Credit Union to the Huntsman Cancer Research Foundation. Mountain America has been guiding their members forward for more than 80 years. Learn more at macu.com. Ron used to do that read because like a three was a rare thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when they increased it. <laughs> they had this big promotion. We'll do 100 when they hit 10 threes. And then that, that turned out to not actually be a big deal anymore. 93-61, Jazz lead it. Nice jump shot by Buddy Heald goes up and in. That's a three-pointer for Heald. He's now got 15. Bogdanovich, left-hand drive, gets the ball knocked away and fouled and Boyan carefully falling not to fall on that right wrist Boyan with 22 points will go to the line for two more free throws thinking about that Debbie you remember the day that they increased that where we were well yeah it's closed that might be symbolic of all of it is <laughs> right. the day that that happened that restaurant actually no longer exists yeah. is that where you were going yes <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> free throw by Bogdanovich is good Here's what Quinn Snyder said about guys stepping up with Donovan not available. Can be different guys at different times. Obviously, Don Donovan's that guy a lot of times, but he's had plenty of games where, you know, he's had high assist games and different guys are getting shots. And, you know, we're just trying to take what the defense gives us. And I think that's the key for our team is to really to read and react to, to how we're being played. That's what we want. You know, no matter who's on the court, no guy's going to play 48 minutes. So that's who we are, you know, collectively. Jazz lead it, 95-61. Bogdanovich, 9 of 10 at the line with 24 points. Flair out to Harkless. Top to Heald. Heald calls for the pick from Jones. Goes away from the pick. Favors defending. Heald to the rim. Misses the layup. Royce slides down for the rebound. That is textbook defense. Here comes Forrest to the left side. The rookie out of Florida State. Crosses over. Back to the left-hand dribble. Holding it in the pocket. Flares it out to O'Neal. Right side to Clarkson. Behind his back. Driving. Scoop! There it is! Jordan Clarkson for two, and the Jazz lead at 97-61. Halliburton in the lane, right-hand floater up and in. Halliburton's got 11 points and seven assists, playing for the injured De'Aaron Fox. 
Trent Forrest works the left side, gets to the lane, kicks a high looping pass out to O'Neal, crosses it back to Clarkson. Left corner, Forrest for three, no good. Rebounds tapped out, Favors has it, O'Neal kept it alive. Favors immediately gives it to Bogdanovich, over to Clarkson with his high socks, firing a three and tickling the twine. And the Jazz lead it 97, or excuse me, 100 to 63. Clarkson's got 20. Luke Walton needs a timeout. 100 to 63 is your score as Quinn Snyder, still coaching, stops Jordan Clarkson on the way in to say, hey, what about this? As the Jazz always looking to improve, and tonight they're better. They lead it 100 to 63 on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary presented by America First Credit Union on the Zone Sports Network. Attacks Gobert, gets it rebuked at the rim by Rudy. Back out to Jordan, wide open, three is good. Fast break, Terrence Davis attacking the cup, blocked by Rudy, expunged at the rim by Rudy Gobert. Joe Ingles transition three, angle left, up and in. Favors immediately gives it to Bogdanovich, over to Clarkson with his high socks, firing at three and tickling the twine. Jazz are just rolling. Jazz offensive rating in the second quarter was somewhere near 170. Jazz offensive rating at this point in the game is a 146 and their defense is a 92. They lead 100 to 63. Buddy Heald coming off a pick from Jones, bounces down to Jones, hammered by favors, he'll get two free throws. Damon Jones, really bright kid, graduated from Vanderbilt in three years came to the NBA within starting in Golden State and then just didn't stick. So does that make you a very good student or does that make you um, well you just didn't have any fun in college? Well yeah I mean there's a viewpoint of like um, I guess I am a parent of a child who just took a gap year so um, uh, you know there doesn't seem to be those of you haven't met a lot of us who've done college who say you should rush through it and get it finished as soon as possible, have you? <laughs> Most of us kind of wish they could redo it, frankly. Start all over. Yeah, wait a second. I, I know things now I don't didn't know then. Can we redo this? Bogdanovich driving, puts it up no good. Favors follows for two, 102 to 65. Derek's first field goal on his eighth rebound. Seventh player of the Jazz to score, the others Oh, Trent Forrest has two as well, excuse me. Forrest made two free throws. Eight players have scored. Push shot by Jones, up rattles around and finds its way home. 102 to 67, there are 15 minutes and 20 seconds left in this game by regulation and necessary for it to count in the standings. Forrest driving, finds Bogdanovich, penetrating to the rim, goes to dunk, gets it blocked, Favors picks it up, gets it goaltended. Derek Favors, ninth board in 11 minutes. Bogdanovich is aggressive and taking the lead as expected. 104-67, we'll check back in on the Clippers and the Suns often here because frankly, they're more interesting than we are right now. DeLon Wright, the former Ute, puts in two. 104-69 with 2.48 to play in the third quarter. Forrest works the right side, gets into the 
Rich mid-block gives it to Favors. His eight-foot push shot is up and in. I can be Rashawn Holmes, too, says Favors. Yeah, that was similar. Derek breaks a little streak here. He had five straight games or one or fewer field goals. He's got three tonight. And the Kings come back the other way. Buddy Heald's going to chalk up some numbers. He's got 18. It's not even chalking up numbers at this point. There's 14 minutes left. Like, guys have got to shoot and score. Bogdanovich driving on Harkless, flares it out to O'Neal, into the lane, kicks to Clarkson, catch and shoot angle left three is good, and the Utah Jazz have 15 threes on 27 attempts and lead it 109-72. Right, the low left hand dribbles calmly into the lane, now attacking Favors, gets it rejected. Clarkson, one hand push shot to Forrest. Forrest into the lane, kicks to O'Neal, swings through with a right hand dribble at the dotted line, bounces to Bogdanovich in the corner. Bogey holding it, steps back for a three, watches it as it goes out. Favors rebounds and follows. Derek Favors dominating in the quarter. He has eight points on 11 rebounds in 12 minutes. 111-72. Derek Favors is going to be our Subway sub of the game tonight. Heel left side three, no good. Clarkson corrals the rebound nicely. It came out hard. Put the right hand up and knocked it down. Forrest to the far side. Forrest underhand scoop to the former Missouri product, Jordan Clarkson, top to Favors. Cutting the lane is Forrest, and Favors throws it over his head, and then Favors checks out. Derek Favors, 13 minutes, eight points, 11 rebounds tonight. Gobert back in his regular rotation with 107 left in the quarter. Kings with it, black uniforms, gray sides. Right side of the floor, Terrence Davis wiggling his way to the basket. Davis flips it up top. Pass goes knocked off Jones's hand out of bounds. All right, I gotta share with what just happened. So we're calling the game off the TV here in the arena and it went black. So we had, I have no idea actually what happened after Terrence Davis, the ball just, uh -oh. and I thought it was just the Jumbotron. I have another monitor. So I went to the other monitor. It was dead black also. <laughs> and so for a split second, I was seriously thinking like, wow, this is going to be interesting. Wonder how we're doing this. And the flip shot by Trent Forrest is up and in. 113 to 72. Jazz leading this game. The largest lead of the night, 41. Jazz scored 46 points in the second quarter. They've scored 37 tonight. Sacramento last in the league defensively. And, you know, interesting, Ron, I did the research on what the Kings were like without De'Aaron Fox and Harrison Barnes. And the answer was they were terrible defensively. Without those two athletes, they really fell apart defensively, and they did tonight. This is the second most points the Jazz have ever scored in franchise history through three quarters. I mean, they played Paul Westhead's Lakers at some point, or Nuggets at some point in time in franchise history, right? So what are you saying, David? Well, that team didn't try to play defense. I'm saying it's hard for me to believe that we actually 113 points through three quarters is the second most in franchise history, considering some of the teams that have been in this league. But Wright drives the lane and scores. Jazz are 13 of their last 20 from three. Why is Delon Wright bouncing around so often? Uh, Forrest driving the left hand. 
Kicks it out to Ilyasova, fires the three and hits. As the horn sounds, Ursan Ilyasova hits the three. The only problem is the last time Ursan Ilyasova hit a buzzer beating three, the Jazz like went cold for like seven straight quarters. So let's hope that's not a, an indicator of things to come. Jazz by, I can't do the math, that didn't bring an abacus. 42, 116 to 74. Who knew I needed an abacus today? Jazz leading at the end of three on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz have the largest lead ever in franchise history after three quarters tonight by 42-116 to 72. It is also the second most amount of points scored ever in franchise history through three quarters. And they're doing it without Mike Conley and without Donovan Mitchell. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play call is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Let the lending experts at Golden West Credit Union help you drive away in a perfect car, truck, or SUV with an auto loan as low as 1.99 APR fixed. Apply online at gwcu.org and ask for Golden West financing at the dealership. Metu driving with a hook shot, no good. Ilya Sova rebounds. And Ilya Sova in his 13th year will bring it to the front court. Originally second round draft pick by the Milwaukee Bucks. Spent nine seasons with the Bucks. Two stints, he's been on 17. Niang, right hand drive. In the lane, puts a little left hander up, no good. Gets his own rebound, throws it up top. Clarkson recovers it at the Kings logo. Kings, Clarkson rocks himself into a three and air balls. Jazz are 16 of 30 now from three. In the first quarter tonight, they were two of eight. So they are 14 of their last 22. Uh-oh, no. Ilya Sova hit a buzzer beater and then we airball the next three, Rob. Metu trying to drive. Jarrell Brantley now defending into the lane. Joan James drives by him and scores. 116-76. Jazz lead is just 40 now. Ingles kicks to the corner to Brantley. Top to Clarkson. Clarkson spins in the lane. Flares it out to Ingles. Underhand scoop to Jordan. He'll drive the baseline. Fine. Ilyasova inside, but the pass gets knocked away out of bounds with seven on the shot clock. 116-76. Jazz led by three at the end of one. We thought we were in for a tussle. Then the Jazz exploded in the second, 46-17. Inbound to Brantley, left corner three, wide open. He hit it. Jarrell Brantley for the three for the Jazz, and they lead by 43, their largest lead. Jazz have 17 threes. Ron Boone said it was going to get worse. Ron Boone was right. Driving Davis, and we've got an offensive foul on Terrence Davis. All right, let's check in. Oh, we don't have any outs. We got anything new over there? Get something from the Clippers and the Suns here in a minute. 11976 here. How many games did you say the young lady, the official? Danielle Scott has called 26 in her NBA career. 26 games. Not bad. She's done a good job. Twice we've but seen her. She is tiny. That's actually, remember I said that? Do you remember I said that yeah. in the last broadcast? Like she's just so small compared to these giant men. Forrest in the ball game driving. Spins back the other way, lays it up and missed the layup. That's a goaltend. Jazz lead by 45, and they have begun to clear the bench. Matt Thomas comes in. You know it would be nice for Matt Thomas to get going wrong because 
Matt Thomas, who shot 40% from three last year, 48%, is three of 21 from three for the Jazz. So it'd be nice to see if he can find a rhythm. He did find about nice golf club over at Riverside Country Club the other day, so maybe that'll relax him enough to play. Brantley with a steal. Thomas out the other side. Thomas for the layup. It's like an easy two-foot putt for him right there. Luke he Walton he calls a timeout and resigns. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> seem like a reasonable thing to do if you were Luke Walton right now and this was the effort you were getting from your team. The, the white flag. <laughs> right. uh, like, actually, <laughs> no need. I'm done. 123. I was just kidding. Let's see if anyone's listening. 123.76 on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. The Los Angeles Clippers. The Phoenix Suns. Kaminsky with it, handling out at a high post, handed off to Cam Johnson, coming by, get it in the corner area to Carter, Carter back out to Johnson, he's going to drive right to the rim for a whammo! Quick outlet into the front court now for Jackson, driving past Paul to the right, lob it towards the rim and he puts it in! Carter and Paul, the guard, over it goes to Craig, three-pointer, shazam! Rebound, falls to Zubat with a quick outlet for Rondo, he'll run it left to right once again, finds Morris on the right wing for three, it's good! Marcus Morris! Pure! Right to left, here comes Phoenix in the front court. Booker on the left wing, cross over to the top of the key, driving down the right alley, pulls up from 10, and it's good. Devin Booker, if he gets to his spot, that's automatic. That is your NBA now. Clippers and the Suns battling it in Los Angeles. Suns leading at 86 to 80. Actually, that yeah, that game's in LA. How about this? I mean, Ron, we're rooting against the, excuse me, that game is in Phoenix. We are rooting against the Suns in theory. But I got to say, the uh, my impress, how impressed I am of them is just skyrocketing. Like, there's no question on their legitimacy right now. They are healthy generally, but playing without Sarge and without Crowder, too. So really impressive. Here, the Jazz lead at 123.77. Ilya Sova hands it off to Oni. Brantley in the lane, loses control of it. Picked up by Wright, fast break the other way, leaves it behind. Forrest knocks it off the feet of James and out of bounds. Nice play by Trent Forrest. A nice set of hands there. I mean, he, he cut the, the dribbler off to get into the basket and then gets into the passing lane and deflects the basketball. It's interesting to watch Trent Forrest, Ron. We saw it in preseason, too. He's got everything in his game except for the shot, right, which is really important, but... He can get where he wants to on the floor with the dribble. He's got good hands. He seems to be pretty athletic defensively. I'm not sure he's that fleet of foot. He's got a nice body, so if he turns the corner on a drive and gets by you, he's going to beat you. Nice rotation. Oni right corner three, no good. Nia's struggling a little bit recently. Needs to find his rhythm. He's one of his last eight from three. Yeah, nine for 26 from that corner. Driving. Ilyasova with the steal, but as he saves it, he saves it right to Halliburton, who drives down the lane and dunks. Brought George Niang back in the game. We could have had three Ohio's, Iowa State players on the floor at one time tonight. Matt Thomas, Tyrese Halberton, and George Niang. Instead, we got two of them. Here's Forrest. Big litany of Florida State players coming to the NBA recently. Thomas, straight away on Metu. Goes through the legs. Pulls up for a long two and hits. It seems like certain programs all of a sudden have high draft picks for a while, and then the, except for teams like Kentucky. Oh, I thought you were going to say they had recruiting budgets all of a sudden. Well, I'm sure there's have. some. 
some of oh, those there as well. You, you were just going to say high draft picks. Yeah. I don't know. Sean Miller, not at Arizona anymore. He kept his job two and a half years after admitting to paying $100,000 for DeAndre Ayton. Gotta love the NCAA. Left side, Forrest. He'll shoot the three. It's good. Trent Forrest. And the Jazz lead at 128 to 81. That's their 18th three of the game. Jazz largest margin of victory ever in a game is 48. They've had five games in franchise history above 45. They led by 47 a few moments ago. Right now it's 128 to 83. Have your kids do math tonight by subtracting our game. Thomas, ball fakes, tries to dive into the defender, then can't get the shot. It gives to Oni, bounces back to Thomas, layup good. Thomas is always moving. The Jazz 130 to 83, 47 point lead by the Jazz. One off the all-time franchise record. Three for James, no good. Long rebound to the corner, Brantley runs it down. He played at College of Charleston. Has a very versatile game, physically big. Looks like he's got a lot of the guys are gonna be headliners tomorrow in the NFL draft. Left wing Ilyasova for a 50 point lead. Ursan Ilyasova and the Jazz are up 50. Wow, this reminds me of Bethany versus Los Lamitas. What? Is that high school? No, fifth grade. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Bethany was really good. They had Emmanuel Swan and Denard White and a lot of guys that could really play, and we didn't. <laughs> and it might have been the equivalent of, it might have been 33 to 8, not 133 to 83. <laughs> Jazz by 50 with six minutes left. Thomas in the lane, uncontested layup. Wow. Luke Walton calls another timeout to say you're worse than you were three minutes ago when I talked to you. Like, what do you do if you're Luke Walton right now? And, Holy cow. And the Jazz do not have a starter out there on the floor. Jazz by 52 on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz lead 135 to 83 here by 52 on pace for their largest win in franchise history. Let's check in on the Suns and the Clippers. 91-88, Suns at the lead, Clippers of the basketball. Seven and a half minutes remaining in this one in the fourth quarter. Rajon Rondo out on top, drives to his right with a high dribble. Now brings it back top of the key. Now takes a drive inside again. Turnaround shot off the glass won't go. Rebound will by Terrence Mann. Mann right there and it's a one-point ball game. Good one going on there. We'll keep checking back in it. Jazz lead by 52 here, so not a very good one. Right side, well, good result. Driving to the basket, hanging and scoring is James for the Kings. 135-85, Jazz by 50. Their largest win in franchise history is 48. Trent Forrest working the right side with Brantley in a two-man game. Dribbles in the lane, hangs, gives it off to Oni. We'll have an offensive charge on Forrest. A little ACC, ACC crime there as Trent Forrest went over Kyle Guy of Virginia. They played each other quite a few times in collegiate basketball in the ACC as Forrest played at Florida State and Guy played at Virginia. Guy 
Still trying to work his way as a regular rotation player. Hasn't made it there. This is Ramsey out of Texas Tech, a rookie this year. Keep an eye on this kid, Ron. He had a lot. I'm surprised he hasn't played, and I'm even more surprised the Kings aren't playing him, considering what they are. He had a lot of pieces of his puzzle that were in place in college. He's got some things he's got to still figure out, but he's, he's a nice player. Thomas trying to get a window for a shot, can't. Gets it to Oni, now drives to the left side, now finds the window and hits the three, Matt Thomas. 138-87, Jazz by 51. Top to James, here's Ramsey again. Quick three, angle left a little hard. Rebound comes down to Thomas. Push ahead, stolen by Metu to the rim with a right hand hammer. Thomas. Turns it over in the backcourt for a dunk the other way, and the lead is 49, 4.16 left. We'll check back on the Suns and the Clippers in a moment. Brantley conducting the offense from the top. Flares over the top to Thomas. Catch and shoot three. Good, Matt Thomas. And the Jazz have 21 threes in 36 attempts tonight. And the Jazz bench has now scored 63 points. I think we've been waiting on this from Thomas. Well, considering the fact he was 3 of 21 before tonight, you're right, Ron. You are correct. I mean, he shot 40% in four years at Iowa State, averaged 12 points a game as a senior. David, how about this? And since there's a free throw here, and, and Sorensen, Mr. Sorensen, yes. what's his first name? Andrew. Sorry, Andrew, I didn't know your first name. He gave, it's done a stat, but... Remember Rick Alleman of the yep. 90s, yep. how great he was as yep. a coaster rival that they had with the Jazz. Eight seasons he was there. They had a winning record every year in eight seasons he was there. Since then, 0-28. Oh 0-28. And 28. Oh and 28. They have not had a winning record since. Wow. Wow. That is why they're in the lottery every year. And they just don't clearly have a culture because they're down 50 right now. Tawan Morgan checks in. Driving is Forrest. He curls back out the near side, gives to Oni. Mia played at Yale, attacks the rack, wraps it around him. Morgan bullets it up top to Brantley. Left hand dribble drive, jump stops in the lane, lays it up and in. Utah by 52. 327 away from the largest win in franchise history, which was at 48. Ramsey, angle right three, up and in. Just call me a scout. Or a pandemic where I watched every college player like hours on end because I had nothing else to do between the stoppage of play and the draft. Brantley, he'll shoot a three, and it knuckleballs up and in, and he kisses the sky. Utah by 52 again as Jarrell Brantley answers. Eight points, two rebounds, three assists, and nine minutes for Jarrell. Our Subway sub of the game tonight, though, is Derek Favors. Driving the basket, trying to dunk is James. Derek Favors was amongst the many players that dominated in this game today. Your Subway sub of the game, Derek, in 13 minutes, had 11 rebounds and eight assists. In fact, not only that, but he is your Leading rebounder tonight. Master of the Glass. Jazz fans, Safe Flight Auto Glass. Proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program at the end of the regular season. So 
Safelight will donate $5 to the United Way for each rebound secured by this year's leading rebounder. Free throw slides off to the right side. and The Jazz hold to a 51-point lead with 2.40 to play. Oni. Right side, Hughes. Left corner, Brantley. In the lane. Jump stops, tries to slide by the defense, puts up a right-hander, misses. Rebound, Metu. Jarrell's got to finish that, doesn't he, Ron? Yeah, well. Ramsey for three, no good right side. Like, I mean, not that once he's jump stopped in the lane to come to a stop, but like he's got to figure out how he had the advantage on the as you're watching his development. Morgan, right corner three, no good. Hughes knocks the rebound away. It's saved by Sacramento. But Brantley had the edge when he drove, right? And he's got, does like, I would think that the next step for him is how do you finish that? We'll get to the free throw line. Kyle Guy, nice basket there. Kyle Guy at the free throw line. Free throw is good. Completes the three-point play. Jazz lead is down to 48. The drama, 153 to play. Jazz have the largest lead they've ever had in franchise history is 48 at the end of a game. Thomas on the right side. Every possession is vital. He hands it to Oni. Oni back to Brantley. Open three. He hits. Jazz by 51 with 135 to play. It could be the largest victory in franchise history. Work with me, Ron. Work with me. Jones hands it off to James. Left side to Guy. No late names allowed longer than four letters. Rebound Morgan. Jazz by 51. 116 to play. Hughes on the right wing. Hughes working it inside. Pushes it down low to Morgan. Underhand scoop to Thomas. Left corner three. Got it. This will be the largest victory in franchise history. Matt Thomas with the 24th three of the night for the Jazz. They lead it 152 to 98. Ramsey lays it up and in. It might not be. They lead by 52. They got a hold. Here's Brantley driving, spinning, scoring. Jarrell Brantley and the Jazz lead at 154 to 100. I can do that math. That a, is easy. We have a bunch of season highs. Driving inside, pass knocked away out of bounds off the Jazz. 41 seconds away from the largest win in franchise history. Jazz opened the night two of eight from three. Since then, they are 22 of 32. Left corner. Justin James gives to Kyle Guy with 38 seconds left. Guy crossing over with his purple shoes, passing down low and fouled. The Jazz are 33 seconds away from the largest victory in franchise history. Forty-eight points is the previous record. Jazz lead at 154-100. With 33 seconds left. Now the free throw is good, so it's down to 154 to 101. Now 102. All right, I guess we're not getting any more updates on the Suns and the Clippers. We'll just give you a score update here in a second. Hughes, step back three with 23 seconds left. No good. Morgan battling for the rebound. Has it.
Kicks it back out to Hughes. Jazz don't need to shoot again, and oh, they have 10 seconds on the clock. Brantley driving, throws it away. 11 seconds left, Jazz lead it by 52. It's almost impossible for them to lose the lead franchise record and the most points ever in franchise history. Well, they can't lose that, they've set that. Three is up by James, it's 154-105. Largest victory in Jazz franchise history tonight. and the most points scored in franchise history. As the Jazz win it without Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. Jazz 154, Kings 105, that's a wrap. Wow, Ron Boone. I'm still here, David. <laughs> Come on now. What else was I, what else were we supposed to do? Like. We're in the entertainment business, right, Ron? Yes. I, Ron, I'm so sorry. I I really do. I sincerely apologize. If I denied you the right to have elite level expertise on the last part of that game with your analysis of a 50-point blowout, if I overrode you in some way and did not allow you to get in a really pertinent point that was going to change viewers' experience, listeners' experiences. I'm so sorry. I, I, I got what I needed to get in, and that the was Andrew the, fact that they, staff. <laughs> the fact that they have, haven't had a winning record in 28 years. That was That's that was your sad man. That was the uh, that was the high point. Yeah, that was the high point. Um, so sad. How are you, Ron? How are you guys? Us. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they went home. <laughs> we went home, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, wait, I, got, I got to share this. I mean